Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Coaching Radio is Tim and Julie Harris broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas, home of the famous South by Southwest music, film, and I think it's a technology conference that's going on now. I know a lot of you guys are here or you're going to be hearing about it. Julie and I are headed down to Austin probably later today and tomorrow. So if any of you guys are there, uh, hit us up on Facebook or you can email us and maybe we'll connect. So just keep that in mind. Julie, are you, are you there? Okay, Julie, you got to call back in. All right, no problem. So today we're going to talk about something on the radio that is probably the secret sauce for overcoming <laughs> – I shouldn't say it like this, but it's true. It's the secret sauce for overcoming lack of experience, lack of professionalism, lack of time in the market, lack, basically. If you do this one thing and you do it well, you're going to find that you're going to attract a lot more folks to you. But more importantly, you're going to be able to go on listing appointments. If you do this one thing really well, you're going to go on listing appointments and you're going to succeed. And I'm going to tell you guys, now this is, you know, Julie and I have been in the real estate industry for over 20 years. You know, we got into real estate right out of college. You guys know this whole story. Um, and I remember to this day, the first listing that Julie and I went on. And Julie, welcome to today's show. Thank you. Everything sound Okay. Yeah, you sound great. So we were uh, – I remember this. Julie and I went on this appointment together. And I was just telling him, Julie, about – and don't tell him the topic of today's show yet. We're going to kind of work up to it, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I remember this. we went on this one listing appointment. Julie and I's you know, licenses were <laughs> barely new. You know, they're just, the ink was still wet, that kind of thing. And we had an opportunity, um, and I think it actually we got this listing lead from a referral. So we didn't have a listing presentation, not really. We just threw a bunch of garbage together, you know, some stuff that we went around to the other agents in the office and said, well, what do you use? Oh, we use this, we use that. So we just had this smattering of just, you know, nonsensical Mickey Mouse that we called a listing presentation. This is back really when we were still obviously figuring it out. But remember, guys, our first full year in the business, and this is right out of college, we sold over 100 homes. So we got our acts together relatively quick. But I remember on this one appointment, we wanted this appointment, and we were competing against good agents. So here we are. Uh, nothing to lose, right? We didn't have anything to lose. We didn't think we would get it, but, man, we were excited to be there. We were just so happy to have an appointment uh, for with a seller who was actually seriously considering us. It was great. Uh, so we're at this appointment, and so we had just tons and tons of energy and enthusiasm. Now, when Julie and I were in the business right out of college, we looked like we probably were still in high school, and that may have worked to our advantage as well or maybe worked <laughs> against us. But but the thing that did work for us is we had great energy and enthusiasm. While we were there, we were, you know, enthusiastic we, because we genuinely were. You know, we are excited. We are motivated. We are all those things. Listing probably lasted like 45 minutes, the listing appointment. You know, again, we weren't really following any kind of procedure at that point, which, by the way, a lot of you guys are kind of, you know, winging it on your appointments as, as well. And then afterwards, we sent them some nice flyers, and guess what? They listed the house with us. And I remember being so stunned and amazed that they listed the house with us. And, you know, we asked, okay, I'm just curious, why did you guys choose us? Now, that isn't what I said, but that was the essence of what I said. And they said one thing, and you know what it was? Energy and enthusiasm. You remember that, Julie? I totally 100% remember that. 
And I would even add to that that it was probably nervous energy and enthusiasm more than anything. Yep. We were, as you said, ecstatic just to be there at all. So I'm, I'm, prob- I'm sure we probably were somewhat uh, hyper, <laughs> you know. Uh, but the point is that even in that case, that apparently served us well. And I'm always trying to make this point to the coaches and to our great coaching clients and our listeners. You don't have to be perfect in order to be profitable right out of the gates in this business. So those of you who are using that as an excuse, cut that out. You need more appointments. You need some experience in addition to your skill level. And you don't have to be perfect. We certainly weren't. As Tim said, you know, and I agree, we basically threw some stuff together, a collection of stuff that we found from other agents in our office and our broker and prayed to the real estate gods and went there and did our thing. And guess what? We ended up with the listing. So we had been talking about that, and we wanted to share that with you on today's show and give you some practical uh, points of how you can implement that. So back to you, Tim. But, Julie, you said something really important there, and it's really I think that's a critical mistake that a lot of folks make is they try to be perfect. And this mm-hmm. isn't, you know, Julie and I, are we talk about the personality types, but just to be honest with you guys, that whole personality type conversation for Myers-Briggs and DISC, it is the very de- definition of soft science. It's not real. It's just sort of, you know, so don't don't put too much weight on that. Just for what it's worth, it's it's just kind of like, I don't know, made up goofiness for the most part. It's a good conversation topic. It's a good way to sort of maybe understand a little bit more about yourself and be introspective and, and whatnot. But don't get hung up on the idea that, you know, certain personality types are always going to behave in a certain in a certain you know predetermined, predictable manner because it's just not true. So, um, with that said, a lot of you guys do have a tendency to want to be perfectionists, and again, perfectionism can show itself in any of the personality types, but it's most common in the you know what DISC would label as the analytical or the C type personality. And in those cases, you guys will essentially use your getting ready to get started as your excuse never to take action. Again, not that's not the exclusive domain of the analytical type, but it's most common with that type of personality. And so Julie's point there was really critical, and you guys need to listen to that. The bottom line is, is you know, take the action. Uh, perfect is the enemy of done. That's something that Sheryl Sandberg said, you know, who runs Facebook. And, and that's really, really important. Perfect is the enemy of done. So you guys don't have to be perfect. As a matter of fact, being perfect, trying to be perfect, is just a fancy way to procrastinate. Um, so, yeah, energy and enthusiasm, how you look, how you communicate, those basic human needs that all of us have. If you can really show your enthusiasm, and we're going to do the today's show and give you guys some specific drill-down things that will force all of you to be introspective and maybe change your approach, uh, you'll win nine times out of ten. Matter of fact, you can be a brand-new coaching client with us, literally just logged in, only have basically seen the title of the different uh, chapters in the Real Estate Coaching Essentials coaching program, not have had a single call with your coach, no experience, no background whatsoever. And if you just have energy and enthusiasm, if you just listen to this one radio show, uh, you will probably win the listing. Now, those of you who have been in the business for a long time, you are probably the most vulnerable to having to making this big mistake because you guys have gotten to the point where in some cases especially if you're at the top of your market i mean so julie and i we were at the top of our market we were we sold 100 houses our first year 100 to 200 houses every year thereafter we're always at the top you know one of the top selling realtors in our marketplace we did that for a long time and even with us uh we did get to the point where we started to become a little complacent and i've shared stories with you guys about that before so 
the lack of energy and enthusiasm can manifest itself at any stage of your real estate uh, career and at any point in your success. It's not just basically because it's a new person and they don't know what they're doing. It could be because they're a seasoned person and they become a little bit lazy, bored maybe, arrogant. Maybe they just think their stuff is just so good that you know they don't even have to try to sell it anymore. They just have started to allow their egos in some cases, but just more or less it's, it's complacency to creep in and they've lost their edge. The edge, guys, that you guys are all looking for if there is a secret, okay, to being successful at anything, the thing is not necessarily, I mean, it's not even really education, guys, to be honest with you. Remember, we're coaches, right? And, you know, we're, we're in the education business. It, it, it's not necessarily even what you look like, albeit that's important as well. It's not about any of those things. It's really about your energy and enthusiasm. You could be, an, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but it's so true, you could be a kind of, you know, crazy-looking wackadoodle, and if you've got great energy and enthusiasm, people are going to like you. They're going to just think think about the folks that you know that you like. They, it's because they are the types of folks that you want to be around. And some of you guys, again, are not necessarily extroverts, and you're not right now. You're kind of recoiling because maybe you're thinking we're trying to force you into being somebody that you're not. And change your mindset about that because all we're asking you to do, and what we're going to show you how to do on today's radio show, is how to essentially make it so that you are more attractive to other people through energy and enthusiasm. And, Julie, I know you have an email you want to read, correct? I do. I do. So let me jump in real quick. This is a shout-out for Mr. John Walkinshaw, who I believe is up in Ontario, Canada, so one of our great Canadian listeners to the show as well as a coaching client. So wanted to recognize John. He says, hello, Julie and Tim. I wanted to do a quick shout-out back to you the amazing way you operate your radio show and it is and very evident in your lives. I'm impressed Julie actually wrote back to me a few months ago and even more impressed that the comments I made have been taken seriously and adjustments were made. He's referring, by the way, to your previous potty mouth, which we have since put a $20 bounty on and uh, turned the corner on that. So I just had but to point that out. But, but it, wasn't, it wasn't just John. It wasn't just John. We <laughs> had a few other people mentioning it too, and I did change. So there you go. And we appreciate that. Yeah. He says, you guys are wonderful yeah. examples of Christian business people trying their best. I've listened to your show for over a year, and I don't think I've missed a single one. I find it helps me to be laser-focused on the proper things I need to be doing in my real estate business day by day. Please keep doing what you've been doing. I know God will continue to bless your business as he has mine. Now, here's the thing I want you guys to center on. As a form of encouragement, I humbly let you know that in my first year as a real estate agent, I received a few honors. I received a Royal LePage, that's a great company in Canada, Royal LePage President's Platinum Award, Rookie of the Year Award for my, in my 500-agent company, and most significantly, I received Customer Service Award for the company. I finished the 2015 calendar year as the 14th highest volume agent in our, con- in our county of 217 agents. Not bad for an agent who entered the business in November of 2014. Kudos to you, John. I agree with that. Not bad for someone who just started in November 2014. All that is to say, I give huge kudos to you for your coaching and radio program as a major factor to my success. And of course, I give credit to God as, as he has led me to this industry after an unexpected career change from the automotive industry. Keep on keeping on. So thank you so much for such a great email, and we appreciate that. The reason that I chose this one out of my endless sea of emails is that John's a great example of someone. Yes, he's a newer agent, but you don't have to be a newer agent to be an implementer. He's a great example of someone who hasn't just listened to the podcast. He's clearly done something about it. So kudos to you, and if anybody's got any referrals going up to Ontario, Canada, John is your man, and we're happy to give you his information. So uh, speaking of energy and enthusiasm, here's a guy that's got it. 
Is that your hand back to me, Julie? Yes. Is that what that was? Yeah. Sorry, oh, okay. I was then clicking on my notes, so that took me too long. Sorry. Okay, no problem. But, yeah, kudos oh, to John nice. because, I mean, what a great example, right? Yeah, he does. And he might not even recognize the fact that he has it, right? He might not even know that that was one of the secrets that he's got over mm-hmm. other agents. And so – Julie's prepared a great outline that we're going to really talk about and really drill down on. We've been receiving a lot of emails. And remember, guys, we love your emails. You can email us directly. It's julie at timandjulieharris.com or tim at timandjulieharris.com. Just email us. Um, so we almost always respond. I don't, you know, if we miss any, I apologize, but I don't think we do. Just email us directly. You know, whatever, compliments, questions, concerns, any suggestions you guys have for show topics, anyone that you'd like to be interviewed. If you would like to be interviewed, that's great, too. Um, you know, just send us an email and, and uh, we'll check into it. So a lot of you guys have also been asking about the Real Estate Coaching Essentials coaching program. Um, and here's the bottom line. It's a huge success. It's frankly, um, you know, <laughs> it's something that I am unbelievably happy about in terms of being able to finally offer a coaching program that everybody can afford. It's the framework of the Real Estate Coaching Essentials is the exact same framework that we've been coaching agents on uh, you know, since we started coaching in the late 90s. This is the program that is used by, you know, every single top producing agent that we've ever coached across the country. And these are agents in L.A. and New York and Miami and, of course, all over the rest of the country as well. You know, we even have some coaching clients in different countries. And this is the backbone for what they have built their business around. You guys have listened to our past interviews that we've done on this radio show, number one agent in Prudential, number one agent in Remax, number one agent in Caldwell Banker. I mean, they all have the one thing in common. The one thing is a lot of the stuff that we're teaching you guys as part of real estate coaching essentials. The one thing that's always bothered me about coaching in general, is that it's expensive. And there's re- it has to be expensive because, you know, when you guys hire us to be your coach, you're paying for time. You know, when I put you guys with one of our great coaches, we're having to, you know, pay that coach. So it's an expensive thing. So real estate coaching essentials, what it is, it's our attempt, it's our dream, it's the fulfillment of our original ambition when we got into this business, to be able to give you guys the information that we wish we would have had delivered in a format we wish we would have found back when we got in the real estate business. In other words, this is the roadmap. This is the thing that some of you guys are searching for. You know, and it's delivered in a very practical, easy to understand, incredibly easy to apply format. So real estate coaching essentials is literally every aspect of your coaching business, I'm sorry, every aspect of your real estate business, from business organization to scripts to how to generate leads, just everything. Um, so you also get a semi, a one semi-private call with Julie every single week. So Julie runs the semi-private calls for the Real Estate Coaching Essentials clients. And then you also, on top of that, you get a real live one-on-one coaching call per month You know that you self-schedule. So you choose the day and time of that call. Nobody else is offering what we're offering. Um, the coaching program itself is a six-month coaching program. It's only 2000 bucks, but don't worry about it. If you don't have 2000 bucks, no worries. We'll actually finance you on it. So in the financing, everybody is approved. So if you want to join Coaching Essentials, you can email me directly. That's the quickest way. Or if you want to learn more about it, you can always go to uh, agentmillions.com, agentmillions.com, and sign up for the webinar. You know, hear some more success stories from other clients. Or, or like I said, you can just email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com. But when you use the financing, and like I said, everybody's approved. Julie and I you know, are essentially underwriting the program so that the lenders that we're working with Every single person, no matter what their credit is, approved. And then the coaching program is only $99 a month. It's actually a little bit less than that. But So when you join the coaching program, you can obviously pay for the whole thing at once, or if you don't want to or, don't want to, or can't right now, uh, pay for the whole thing at once, then you can finance it at only $99 a month. 
it's a no-brainer, guys. There are no comparisons. There are no nobody else is offering anything like this. Um, so yeah, go to agentmillions.com and register for the event and learn more about it, and then talk directly with one of our new enrollment specialists, or you can email Julie or myself directly. All right, Julie, energy yes. and enthusiasm. <laughs> okay, so jump in. All right, perfect. So the topic now revealed, if you guys hadn't already figured it out, energy and enthusiasm. Here's the fact. The most common reasons that real estate clients choose to work with their agents are, as stated by them, quote, well, we just hit it off, or they have the energy to get the job done for me. They seemed interested in the house. I, it's amazing how many times, Tim, you and I would hear that, especially early on when we didn't have our presentation skills in place yet. They, the seller would say, well, you're the only one who seemed interested in the house. And I always thought, what a That's weird true. comment. What a bizarre thing to say after talking to a bunch of agents. I, we're the only ones who cared about selling the house, but we would hear that. Um, but that's, they Julie, that's, that's, that's yeah. a great but that's a great point, though. I mean, you guys need to hover on these points a little bit and think about it. They bought this house. They had energy and enthusiasm. They had passion. And many times they have wonderful memories. They may have raised their families. Yes, they're wanting to sell it to move on. But I assure you that they still have very strong emotional ties to this house. Even if the tile that they put up in the bathroom is crooked, you know, you yeah. got to remember, this is a they personal item. This, this is like their dog, okay? So, you know, as far as something that they truly love. If you don't show energy and enthusiasm, if you don't like the house, they're not going to hire you. And I don't care if you're the, you know, the Navy SEAL of listing presenter, or, or, of listing agents. You have to absolutely, absolutely positively show enthusiasm, show interest in the actual house, or you will never get the listing. That's a really, really critical point. Yeah, so remember this. A couple of little minor sub-points here. Remember, you don't have to buy it. You're not going to live there. So if you hate green paint and their whole house is painted in green paint because that's the color they love, if they like it, you love it. You don't have to live there. It's okay. <laughs> so keep, them, keep that in mind. Some agents will go into staging mode immediately and start bashing things in the house, and I think that's where some of this comment comes from, Tim, is that there are agents who think that their main job is to go in there and tell the seller everything that's wrong with the house which I 100% disagree with, you can do that using other agents' feedback once you have the listing. So be careful with or that. Or a stager. Yeah. yeah, or a stager. So if they like it, you love it. You know, If they're showing you all of their great custom wallpaper that you know, they searched high and low for and they hung it themselves, well, have some enthusiasm for it. Remember, maybe you absolutely hate it. It's the most hideous thing you've ever seen in your life. But if they show energy and enthusiasm for it, you have to be there right with them. Major point for not just listing appointments, though that's where it mostly comes out. It also applies to buyers. Remember, you're not buying the house. I remember, Tim, you and I sold a house to a first-time buyer that was like really rough, practically falling down, and you and I are like, how are they ever going to afford to rehab that? And they're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. We've always wanted to rehab, and this is the perfect house in the perfect location. Okay, great. Let's write a contract. Not, how are you ever going to afford that? What a piece of junk house you're buying, right? It's, it's not your house. You've got to do the right job for the client. So they oftentimes they'll say, well, the agent had enthusiasm for what they do. So here's the challenge. How do you manufacture energy and enthusiasm on days that you might not naturally have it? A related challenge. How do you display energy and enthusiasm if you're not naturally, quote, that way? And some of you are not naturally full of energy and enthusiasm. You probably know who you are. Maybe you're just a little dry. Maybe you're kind of worn out, washed up, or generally negative. 
we have calls with some of you that are like that, and our coaches are authorized to say things to you like, if you are talking to prospects like you're talking to me right now, no wonder you're behind this year. Would you list with you talking like this, sounding like this? So that's kind of harsh, but that's the reality of being in a people business. So am I being too severe Julie, with them? I mean, it's important stuff. Well, so what well, is? But so we're meandering into the part of the call or the part of the presentation where they have to be introspective. And I can just, didn't you, you you reacted the way you did, Jules. You said what you just did because you know darn well there's people out there listening right now that have as soon as you said that are having mm-hmm. resistance to that point because yeah. they think, oh, you're asking me to be fake. Oh yeah, you're asking me to be fake or I'm not being myself or whatever, whatever, guys. Yeah. Here, yeah, exactly. So it, that's the wrong, that's just that's your ego, guys. That's just your ego saying, "Oh, you know, that Tim and Julie or, you know, they're telling you to do things that you aren't comfortable doing." It's it, you know, it's whatever bad label that you guys are putting on it. But you're not you're thinking about yourselves, you see? And there's and there's two things that you guys got to remember uh to be successful long term. Number one, you got to do what you don't want to do when you <laughs> do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, right? I mean, that's, that's really the essence of it, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's rule number one. And two, stop making it about you. Stop making it about you. You've got to basically be making it about the client. You've got to be making it about the person who you are trying to help. And when you are in this sort of mental state of not wanting to change and, you know, I'm only going to, you know, if they don't like my, you know, ridiculous long format CMAs and how I go in there and criticize the everything, then they're just not my clients. Well, that's that's you making it about you. That is your ego. Your job is to become the best version of you, but also remember, in order for people to want to do business with you, you're going to have to be appealing. You, here's a mental shift for you guys. You're the product. So let's, let's use something that all of us have interest in or maybe own, an Apple iPhone, okay? If you go into an Apple iPhone or Apple store and you want to buy an iPhone, and the iPhone is like, you know, got the greatest technology and, you know, it's all this – but the actual product is just kind of sh- just cr- crappy. It doesn't feel good in your hands. It's too heavy. Whatever. It's just not what you expected. And then when the person comes up to you, they're kind of like, "Hi, I'm Bill. Do you want to buy my iPhone?" You know, if you're not, sure, if in other words, the whole experience <laughs> is incongruent. You're right. Or how many of those are going to sell? They're going to sell none. And yet, some of you think that that's okay. Some of you think that you need to that you can get away with being low energy, low enthusiasm, and making the world basically revolve around you, and you're wondering why you're struggling financially. It's just because your ego has put you into a place that you're like in this golden cage where you can't seem to break out of it. Listen to what Julie's saying. Listen to the notes that she's prepared, and allow yourself just for a millisecond to be a little bit introspective, and ask yourself, you know, don't ask, would you do business with you? Because, of course, you'd say yes. But ask, well, why is it that some people choose other agents over me? Is it because they have social connections? Maybe. Is it because they have community connections? Maybe. Is it because of this, that, and the other? All those things are probably true. But at the end of the day, the reason that someone will win and the other person will lose in this business, nine times out of ten, is their energy and enthusiasm. The number one reason that some of you guys will fail consistently, even if you're great presenters, you look fantastic, you know, it's because you just don't sell yourself. You are the product. You see, you, when you walk into that seller's house, you're the iPhone. And if you're a little rough feeling around the edges and you don't present like you're supposed to present, they're not going to want to do business with you. So you have to look like an iPhone actually looks beautiful, elegant, 
you know, the manifestation of a perfect product in essence. That's how you have to be. And if you're not that, then they're not going to do business with you. They'll choose somebody like back, you know, 20 years ago when Julie and I were beating new age or experienced seasoned agents. It wasn't because we knew what we were doing more than 20 years ago. I hate to think about that, but that's true. More than 20 years ago. It's not because we are good at selling real estate. We hadn't sold any. It was because we had energy and enthusiasm and because we are always basically showing interest in them and in the house. Those things, guys, that's one of the biggest secret sauces. It's one of the easiest things for you guys to manifest. So, Julie, I didn't need to step on any of your additional No, it's all, it's all very valid, and it's one of those things that, you know, it doesn't cost you any money to make these changes. You just have to make the changes within yourself, which for some of you might cause more consternation than just writing a check to fix something. Sometimes the internal stuff is harder, but I guarantee you when you make these changes, you'll, you will see immediate results in your next appointments. So what's the solution here? Check yourself prior to the following critical real estate events. And you'll find that my points curiously follow exactly the things that are supposed to be making money in real estate. So number one, because it's so important, if you don't do it, you won't have any of the other points to even worry about. Prospecting, yes, I said the word. Let's just call it lead generation so that nobody has hives. Okay, so prospecting. What's your approach? What is your energy about it? Are you approaching this as a horrible task you've just got to force yourself into? Or... Are you actually replacing that with this is my next great client who I will help at the highest level possible? When in doubt, record yourself and rate your own energy and enthusiasm. Some of the coaches are doing this and sending the recordings to me, by the way, which is very interesting. Do you ever sound like someone you'd like to work with or do you sound like someone you plan to never call back when you listen to your own recordings? It's very telling when we get recordings of you guys, when you know you're being recorded, so theoretically you're presenting at the highest level possible on your prospecting, your lead follow-up, or your presentation stuff is usually what I see. And you can almost hear, Tim, the agent's mindset in their voice, whether they think they're going to take the lifting, whether they think they're going to close on an appointment. It's almost like you can sense whether they believe it or not. So check your own energy and enthusiasm with yourself before you pick up the phone to do any level of prospecting. Does that make sense, Tom? I mean, that's where well, it starts. In the time, Julie, in the time remaining, I think we've made our points. You have got a lot of mm-hmm. great, uh, you know, drive down. But let's just, let's just, you know, if you don't mind, let's give these guys a little bit more personal background on ourselves so they can understand that we're not just basically winging it ourselves. We actually went through this and we lived this, okay? Agreed? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I always like how you're pausing because you're not knowing where I'm going to go. But I'm going to ask you a series of questions just so the listeners can basically understand a little bit. Mm-hmm. of you, know, you mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself somebody who was a uh, more of an introvert or an extrovert naturally? Introvert, definitely. Me, you and I both. Julie and I are both naturally mm-hmm. introverts for sure, okay, which might surprise a lot of you. Second, Julie, would you say, given your – you know, educational background and your parents' educational background and all the rest of it, would you say that in any way anyone would have guessed, really, that you would have ever gone into sales? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Definitely okay. not. Okay, so you are you're groomed to be a teacher or you are groomed to be some kind of, you know, educational type person, which, by the way, yeah. ironically, you did indeed become. But, I mean, <laughs> so that's the, that's the reality of it, right? So, yeah, but so more, I know, this, you know, naturally it would – presenting in any way, sales or otherwise. It would not have been my right. natural born path. That's true. Right. So if I, if you know, when we originally got into real estate back a couple decades ago, 
um, you were not, by any stretch of the uh, a measure, you were not somebody who would be considered a natural salesperson. Agreed? Agreed. Okay. You were able to, and this is the reason I'm bringing all this out, guys, is because in that time, not only did Julie become one of the best agents in our market, but also one of the best agents in the country, but she's also become what a lot of people will argue is the number one real estate coach in the nation, okay? Now, how does somebody who is basically an introvert, who loves to read, who basically is somebody who's, you know, Julie is essentially the exact opposite of what a lot of you guys think you have to be to be successful in sales, and yet she's made millions and millions and millions of dollars selling real estate. And now she's obviously one of the, you know, the best coaches in the nation. How does all that happen? It's because she was willing to open up her mind and she was willing to be introspective herself and allow changes in. What a lot of folks do is they get to a point in their lives where they just say, I am what I am. I'm not going to change anymore. I mean, Julie and I are in our mid-40s. Okay? And I promise you, every single day, we are being challenged. We challenge ourselves to uh, you know, question our own dogma. Like, where is it that we need to improve? How can we get better? And for a lot of you guys who have struggled, this lack of energy and enthusiasm, I promise you, if you just for a second will allow yourself to open up to the idea that your approach has to be more about them, stop thinking about yourself. So, Julie, do you remember in retrospect how you were able to move beyond uh, sort of the, you know, that that mindset or that approach to life and, and become the person you become? Yeah, well, I think it was a combination of things, actually, and I do share this with the coaches and with our coaching clients and my own private clients. I think it's a combination of forcing yourself to experience things that you're uncomfortable with and pushing through it anyway and not allowing yourself to say, well, that's not my cup of tea, that's not who I am, blah, blah, blah. I think it's a mindset shift that at some point I decided that the things that you and I wanted to do, be, see, and have in life were important enough that I would need a higher income than such I would get as a musician, for example. (laughs) So your desire to fulfill your goals for yourself and your family, if that's strong enough, you will push through this and get better at it. And I think the next part was, I started to see other people in real estate that were just like me, that out, you know, like having a drink of wine with them or having lunch with them at some event, they were not over-the-top salespeople. They themselves also had very introverted tendencies and still were some of the top producing agents in the country. I remember Gary Ubaldini was one of them, that he had this incredible singing voice and playing guitar. And I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Why am I making real estate so different than in my case, being a musician, which was presenting, I just had never made that bridge before. And I talk to a lot of our great clients, and I tell the coaches, you know, find what they're already good at and stop making real estate so different. That was a major breakthrough for me. Um, But it still wouldn't have mattered if I hadn't, if we hadn't together had so many appointments. Whether we were ultra prepared for them or not, a lot of it does go to forcing yourself to get out there in the wild, earning a living. So I know, so Julie, I have another question. question. I know I'm going to make yeah. you, I know I'm going to make you mm-hmm. late for a coaching call. I'm making myself late too, but this is worth <laughs> yes. mentioning. Okay. okay. Did you did you feel like when you were having to manufacture energy and enthusiasm, which you had to do, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, did you feel like you were faking, or did you feel like you were some kind of a fraud, or did you go? You know what I'm talking about. A lot of these guys mm-hmm. who are basically mm-hmm. rationalizing, not showing more energy and enthusiasm, are justifying that. Uh, you know, essentially their lack of energy and enthusiasm by saying it's fake. So did you go through that? And if you did, how did you work yourself through that? 
I think in the beginning I did. I think I struggled with that a little bit uh, until I changed my mindset, reminding myself that, hey, as long as I'm here to do the best job possible, even if at the time I didn't really even knew, know what that meant, but as long as my intentions were in the right place to do the best job possible for our prospects and clients, that does keep me integrity. And I'm not a fraud. I'm not faking it if I truly believe that I am the best agent for the job of getting the job done, you know, and if I'm going to go to bat for them during inspections and make sure financing is coming together and all of these things and make sure they close and move successfully, well, what's faking about that? Of course, I absolutely care about them. So that that's how I made it okay for me to be uncomfortable. And I think there's a lot of different ways that you can go about that. But I, I got out of that feeling like I was faking it till I make it type of thing fairly quickly because we started to see results. Why did we see results? Because we worked on ourselves, our presentation, and our appointment setting. So well, I, do, I don't think there's any about, one magic thing, but go ahead. What I heard you say, and listeners, hopefully you guys are getting all this, okay, because I want you guys to know and never forget that we're authentic. We're not faking it ourselves. You know, we've sold real estate at a high level. A lot of the things that we tell you guys about are – uh, we don't often talk about ourselves, as you guys know, on this radio show. We're from Ohio, and by nature, we're you know humble, right? It's true. But here's the real bottom line: we've been through, all, we've been up these mountains ourselves. There's this, there's an old Chinese proverb that says, "A smart man learns from his mistakes; a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others." And when you hear Julie and you hear some, you know, the other people on our radio show talking about this stuff, being introspective about this stuff, do yourself a favor and listen. Do yourself a favor and apply it. And so, Julie, the last bit that I heard you say, and I know we both have to jump, is that you stopped making it about yourself and you started making it about the person that you were trying to help, be yes. it, you know, in most cases a seller, but a buyer as well. You know, you made it about what That's was actually a lot easier that way. <laughs> right. When you guys it's go in these, so when you guys go in these situations and working with buyers or sellers, and you're going in there, like you were talking about buyers earlier, Julie, and this is a good, mm-hmm. you know, we'll touch on this last point maybe, is that you know, you guys who are thinking you have to be mini home inspectors or mini appraisers, or thinking you have to be walking CMA machines when you're working with buyers, you think that's where your value comes in. That's just your ego. It just is. You're just trying to impress the seller with, or the buyer with all your knowledge. Guess what? The buyer only sort of cares about all that. All they really want you to do is be nice, have energy, enthusiasm, and open the door and help them make a decision. That's pretty much it. But a lot of you guys get caught in these paradigms where you don't sell anything because you're spending so much time trying to impress the client with all your knowledge. That, guys, that's just ego. That's all it really is. Trust me, I promise you. If they like the house and you help them put it in contract, all the other inspection issues and all the other appraisal issues and all the rest of it will come out when the specific licensed professional is on bat, you know, is on, you know, to, to do the inspection or whatnot. That's not your job. So stop making it about you guys. Stop making it about, start making it about the person you're trying to help. And, and really internalize this because this is the one thing that even the most brilliantly prepared, elegant agent in the world, if they don't have energy and enthusiasm, they're not going to win. And, and guys, you know, sure. haven't you lost enough? Isn't it, start, isn't it time for you to start winning consistently? So, Julie, I appreciate you uh, answering the questions. And listeners, yeah. we'll talk to you guys on the radio tomorrow. Remember, if you need to get hold of hold of us for anything it's tim at tim and julie harris.com or julie at tim and julie harris.com have a fantastic day we'll talk to you all on the radio tomorrow this program has been a presentation by tim and julie harris real estate coaching for more information on our real estate coaching and training programs visit our website at tim and julie harris.com 
Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.